Hi, I'm Harini. Hi, I'm Camille. And this is the News Podcast. everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of the news podcast today we're both going to be sharing some advice for the transition from your teenage years into your 20s Camille do you want to start we can just like list off what we've got yeah sure I feel like if we just go through them one by one and then we can go into more in depth maybe yeah okay so number one I had trust your gut brackets if in doubt don't number two hard work always pays off number three it's never that deep Number four, advice is overrated. Number five, who you're friends with matters. Number six, talk to your parents. Number seven, love yourself and others. Number eight, block your ex. Number nine, know the red (laughs) flags and situationships are never worth it. Number 10, make a list of all the things that matter to you and your values and stick to them. Yeah, a pretty solid list of advice. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with all of those. I wish I knew that honestly before. Mine are... Number one, don't limit yourself to who you were in your teenage years. Like you will grow as a person and you will change. Number two, turning 20 in your early 20s has expectations that come with it. Like, you know, you need to live your best life. You need to apply to this many internships. You need to work this way. You need to have this many friends. Don't listen to any of them. Ignore them. Everyone is on a different timeline. My third one is to rest because it's so easy to get caught up, but not just rest your body. I think rest your mind more importantly. Um, my fourth one is focus on self-love my fifth one is boys boys aren't shit Um, (laughs) my sixth one is cut 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 people out of your life and my seventh one is social media is not the one I love this literally if I could nod my head any more like without (laughs) clicking my neck I would honestly especially the last one the social media is not the one it is so true it is so easy to get sucked into this little world where you actually think that social media is the real world and it is just not because I think about this so often with um especially with people like Andrew Tate like if you we just if everyone switched off their phones he would have nothing like he would have no influence he would have no power yeah exactly and all of the people that he's like brainwashing would essentially be saved from that so i think honestly if in doubt do a social media detox like i quit social media nearly a year ago now oh my gosh oh my god that's so good also because i feel like you don't realize how much on social media it gives you like all these little like the subliminal messaging is so real for real yeah you don't realize until you quit social media that you actually realize you haven't cared about like kale and calorie counting since you left social media and it's not like i followed any of these kinds of accounts it's just the kind of stuff that as a young woman the algorithm is constantly plugging to you yeah. and then suddenly turn around and realize that you've been happy for a year and you're like oh maybe that's why <laughs> pretty much it that's the best way to describe it <laughs> no because it's not even just brainwashing like it's just information overload like, i physically cannot like my brain is not designed to process that much mm-hmm. in that short space of time you know how tiktok is like what 15 second videos i think the max is 10 minutes now I genuinely like I'll be watching my lectures and after like 30 seconds I'm like okay I need a break okay I need a break like yes. how can I not concentrate anymore Awful. I know it literally ruins your concentration that is so true because when I was revising for my GCSEs I didn't get social media at all until after my GCSEs like I had nothing I had WhatsApp and that was it and even then I joined late <laughs> but um no like I my social my sorry my concentration was so I would sit for like four hours at a time and work and that was like my most my best concentration period because obviously you actually have time to get genuinely really into the topic i cannot imagine now spending four hours concentrated on something 
it's 10 minutes max yeah exactly and then i have to think of something else i'm staring out the window i'm checking my phone i'm googling stuff that have nothing to do with my degree um so like genuinely it makes such a big difference and that hasn't gone away like that hasn't got better even though i've been off social media for years so like that is for sure a big impact to watch out for i was thinking back to when i was turning 20 and like what i was seeing what advice i was receiving and so many of the things i saw on tiktok like i don't know how tiktok knew that i was turning 20 because my whole for you page was just videos of advice for turning 20 but it wasn't even phrased like advice in like a good way it was phrased like you know what not to do wrong to turn 20 or the right way to live your early 20s or my advice to get the most out of it that links to your point like about how advice just is so overrated because it's like everyone is different like what I want out of my early 20s or whatever is going to be so different to what you want or what someone else wants how are you also supposed to know what you want before you've like started living it do you know what I mean yeah no I completely agree I think I definitely it was one of the ironically best pieces of advice I've ever had is that advice I've rated but it's so true you like make your own path in life always right. always like just because someone hasn't done it before that just means there's a gap in the market yeah. that doesn't mean anything else like it doesn't I don't know I think people are so obsessed now with sort of doing things I sound like such an old woman right now young people are so obsessed <laughs> with doing things quickly nowadays but it's so true like how many times have you seen articles it's like how to get rich fast how to be a billionaire in three steps how to do this in a week or things like that and like that's just simply not how life works you have a whole big canvas of life use it yeah no but also on that front it's like I think another piece of advice is it's like it's never too early to start I think there's so much conditioning into thinking that the ideas you have when you're young are like childish or like immature or like naive because you don't have like a full world Mm -hmm. perspective but like honestly being young you have such a different perspective to the perspective adults have having lived that much of your life like your ideas are still as legitimate and as true as people that are older than you so trust in yourself yeah for sure I agree like on the one hand you're never too young and on the other hand you're never too old as well which is again like advice is so overrated because like you get told both of these things because on the one hand for you're never too young I cannot tell you like so it's been my dream since as long as I can remember to work for the UN and to like work into human rights I cannot tell you the amount of times between the age of 10 when I basically decided and now that I've been told all the reasons that that makes me naive why I don't understand why the UN is corrupt why the world like I don't know, health organization has all these problems wrong with it. Why UNICEF has all these problems wrong with it. And like, why there's so many reasons that I don't understand truly how the world works and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'm 20 now and I see it the same way. Like, yeah, there's problems. Unsurprisingly, there are with every single company you could possibly work for as an adult. But same thing with like, you're never too old as well. Like when I look back at things that I wanted to start when I was a teenager and thought that'd be so embarrassing like that's way too old like to start a musical instrument or to start a dance or anything like that and then obviously now that I'm older I'm like that is absolutely a reasonable age to start (laughs) like there's so many prodigies at things that are like three years old that when you're 16 and want to start I don't know clarinet ballet whatever it is you feel like you're way too old and it'd be really embarrassing and that's just not the case like you're never too old you're never too young do the thing (laughs) yeah no I think that's so nice I mean I know we just berated social media but at the same time I saw this thing the other day that was so uplifting it was this girl who had just turned 25 I mean she'd got a job and stuff like this and she was basically talking about how it was like healing her inner child to now pay for ice skating lessons because her parents couldn't Mm. afford it when she was younger and now she had a job and she was like financially stable she was going to provide it for herself and she was like at first I was so embarrassed like oh my god I'm so old and everyone else is younger than me but like it was healing her inner child in a sense like you have power as you grow up that's so beautiful yeah yeah I also about like the age thing I think one of the nicest things about being this well the best and also simultaneously worst things is you finally start getting a feeling of 
the passing of time like you we know when you're 15 16 and you think you're so grown like you think you're a full adult and you know absolutely everything and it's so not the case and I feel like on the one hand it's a good and humbling thing to be 20 and know that you know nothing which is definitely a realization that I have had over the last couple of years like I I don't know anything about the world or what I'm going to do like step by step how I'm gonna I don't know how to file taxes like there's just there's, I don't know how much bills cost I don't know any of these things I don't know how much a car costs or how to get one or how to get a driver's license and these are the things that people my age are doing let alone the thing like how do you plan your retirement I don't know but in terms of like time going really quickly like when you're a kid you want to grow up so fast and then you actually hit 20 and you're like oh my god like I do that period of time four times more and then we're done like not to be morbid but but at the same time it's also like not knowing who you are and I think it's really difficult to like expect yourself to know who you are because like you're growing so much as a person in this time period I think like I think I've had my most personal growth or like at least I've been the most self-aware of my personal growth and like I'm constantly like redefining who I am or like what I not my core values but like what I value like I think more superficially yeah and you realize that some things are non-negotiable like some things that when you're younger you might be like Oh, it's a bit dramatic. Like you, because also because you want to be kind to people. I mean, I hope that everyone listening to this <laughs> podcast wants to be kind to people as their like number one priority. But it should be if it's not. <laughs> but um, but obviously, because when you want to be kind to people, like you sometimes you know you let things slide. You don't realize some of the things that you know other people are doing to you, either behind your back or to your face or things like that. And I think as you get older, you realize that some things are just yeah. like they're non-negotiable. I think that like links to the thing that I was um one of the pieces of advice I had that was cut people out of your life because I think I genuinely struggle with that, but like your certain core values I think are non-negotiable and if people don't align with that not even align with that like I don't think I mean none of my friends are like drastically different to who I am as a person but like sometimes there could be like things that don't sit right with you or like things like that I think this period of time at least for me is like about consolidating like you don't need to have the biggest circle of friends which is what I thought I had to have when I was younger like it's okay to have like a few select I think not even like that I think your inner circle I think for me is tightening like I have like a small few select people that I know I get on with and like will always be there for me no matter what and then you know everyone else like obviously like be friends be civil be nice but you don't need to like you know share everything with them or like Mm -hmm. go to everything with them no you don't need to yeah you don't need to trust them yeah I completely agree, especially with a big circle of friends. It can be so dangerous because it means that if you don't know the ones that you're calling your friends, like on the outer circle, you don't actually know them very well. And yet you're so like you're willing yeah. to you know put your name to them, if that makes sense, Um, which I think definitely was a problem. Like, I know at the beginning of year 12, uh, I think cause, like our friendship group was huge. Yeah. It was massive. It was half the year. And then by the end of year 13, you realize you actually despise yeah. 28 out of those 30 people or whatever it is so like honestly having a few select good close trustworthy friends is so much more important like it's always what's that expression like it's better to be alone than in bad company and i think that especially works with relationships always because like there's just more like trust intimacy everything but it definitely works with friends as well yeah and I think I think it's difficult to cut people out of your life purely because it's like I mean I know me at least I'm like a people pleaser like I like everyone to be happy Mm. and I like to be diplomatic and like remain civil but like I mean who is that helping or not helping like it's me at the end of the day who's being like massively affected by it Uh Um, like you will fall in and out of friendships as you grow up like you're meeting so many new people like especially like going to uni or like even starting work like you're gonna like it's new relationships or like new different types of relationships like obviously like at work it's professional things like that but like you need to learn how to navigate them yeah and I think like obviously there's loads of theories that say like cutting people out of your life is toxic but at the end of the day like going back to it's never that deep like there are so many people you're going to meet in your life and obviously if it's like 
people have been there for you every single day since you've met them and one time they don't pick up your call or they don't answer you or they don't go clubbing with you one night none of these are reasons to cut someone out of your life but if you're looking back on your whole relationship and you realize that like 90 percent of the time you're being disrespected there is no reason for you to keep that in your life there's none no exactly and especially now as you're growing and other people are growing around you like people change and that's okay as well so just because you used to be like the bestest friends ever when you were like five if you're not anymore like that's so fine yeah but on that front relationships I think we need to talk about that yeah for sure the red flags no the freaking red flags if you don't want to label it leave if he doesn't talk to you in front of his friends leave if he doesn't respect you leave if he asks you to do things you're not comfortable with leave but it's so difficult like I know like that I completely stand by that advice like a hundred percent but like you know that thing where it's like oh like the red flags turn orange when you really like someone they they do because you get delusional like I think it's really like important to be self-aware in it and like know when you're putting someone on a pedestal or like when you like the version of someone Mm -hmm. that you've like built up or like romanticized in your head versus like the reality of the actual person because it's so easy to like ignore them and be like no but they're not actually like that yeah they are it hurts but like yeah they are Mm -hmm. yeah or this is why your friends are so important and this is why number five like who you're friends with matters because they will be the ones to save you from these bad relationships for sure a hundred percent like if you don't have a group of really close trustworthy friends who know you so well and you know them and you have a lot in common you have the same values all these things like they will be the people who will actually show you the real side of who you're dating who you're interested in who got a crush on which is why you should listen to them as well when they when they say that or um, if it's in your head. First, but again, trust your gut. If in doubt, don't. Like if you're on the fence about whether or not, it's probably for a reason and it's probably <laughs> not a good one. Which I guess a lot about people who are like on the fence about whether or not to break up with a boyfriend. Like, if in doubt, do it. Because if you're in love, you wouldn't be in doubt. Like the relationship is not worth salvaging yeah. if you're having doubts about it. Because if it was, you wouldn't be having doubts. Oh yeah, which I found is like two things. They're like a little, a little tester. If you're unsure if the person that you like or whatever is a walking red flag, the the like the little litmus test if you if you will is like if you wouldn't feel comfortable bringing them home to your parents and think like would they listen to the end of your your dad's stories about uni or whatever would they respect your mom or would they give her advice on how to fix her problems instead would they like actually be kind to your siblings and like accept all the flaws that come with your family and everything like that or would they be impatient would they be would they be making really like weird remarks over dinner to sort of get a rise like get attention all of these things would they be kind of antisocial all of these things 